You are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Today's class is actually from the free yoga sequences that I offer on my website. And for February, it is all about the nervous system. And what I love about this sequence is it's calming for the body, it's simple. But it allows you to really relax. It's suitable for all levels. And you can do this sequence, which you can find on lovebreezybreeyoga.com under yoga sequences. And pretty soon I'll be releasing the new one for March. I offer free custom yoga sequences that are tailored just to suit whatever needs or wants that you may have for your personal yoga practice. And they are extremely detailed, a lot more um, lengthy than the ones you find on my website. And I am so happy to say that I have been creating and customizing and offering and producing these sequences for a good amount of people so I really appreciate the support thank you so much if you're interested please do contact me at brie at lovebreezybreeyoga.com or through my website and I will be happy to customize a sequence for you thank you for listening enjoy namaste We will begin in the form of a comfortable seated position. You can be in easy pose, sitting on your heels, half or full lotus. Maybe closing your eyes, drawing your shoulders down your back, bringing your heart forward. Start to just notice how you are feeling. I always like to take inventory. Notice your breath. Hmm. Start to notice if you have any discomfort in the body. We tend to carry our stress in various ways and places. Our, our body physically is a sponge. Maybe you're carrying some stress in your shoulders, neck, lower back, hips. Those are some commonalities, but wherever you're feeling it, breathe breath into that zone. Now this practice is all about the nervous system, in particular the vagus nerve. And we will be exploring options to just relax and calm down. Engaging our diaphragm. And if we're looking for a connection to the chakra system, we will be really in between our root chakra for grounding energy and our heart chakra for receiving. Place your left hand on your belly and your right hand over your heart. Take a deep inhalation through your nose. Deep exhalation out your mouth. 
deep inhalation through your nose. Noticing your belly expand, hold your breath here. Exhale, <sighs> belly expands, but in a different way, a deeper place. Continuing with your breath, inhale three counts. Hold, hold, hold. Exhale five counts. <sighs> Inhale, five counts. Hold, hold, hold. Exhale, five counts. And find your normal, natural breath here. Remembering that with pratyama, we can continue to play with the breath. There are tons of variations of breathing exercises and they all serve different purposes remembering that throughout the yoga practice we want to continue with this deep inhalation through the nose deep exhalation out the nose but maybe with a slight crease between the lips allowing allowing some air to escape creating that ocean-like wave sound in the back of your throat i like to think of this like if you can whisper hello you can create that beautiful deepness in the breath. If you can whisper, you're practicing the most perfect version of pratyama. So continuing with your breath, let's take some time and find 10 more deep inhalations, 10 more deep exhalations. Maybe longer on the exhalations, really calming the nervous system in this respect but making sure the breath is not shallow in either direction. Really pressing your hand into your heart, making that connection Maybe spreading all of the fingers apart. Really feeling the belly expand into the other palm of your hand, whether it's on the inhalation or the exhalation. Just taking note of this minor detail that our anatomy provides. Wonderful. Taking a few more rounds of breath here, knowing that you can do this at any time throughout your day. I love just sitting, really bringing the crown of my head to the sky, rooting my tail into the earth or a chair, wherever it's at. Placing a hand on the belly, a hand over the heart, and taking deep breaths, maybe 10 cycles. This is a beautiful practice to try every single day. Practice yoga every single day. Hmm. From here, we're going to bring both hands by our sides. We're gonna interlace the fingers behind our backs, rotate our shoulders down, bring our hearts to center, really grounding our tail into the earth here. As your knuckles pull towards the earth, start to take your nose toward the sky. If you feel comfortable, really allowing your throat to really, really expose itself. 
From here, continuing with your breath as you draw everything down toward the earth. Anytime we expose our throat chakra toward the sky, we really have an opportunity to calm our nervous system. Anxiety can present itself when we perceive that moment to be difficult in breathing. And anytime our throat's exposed to the earth, that can be a moment that feels a little bit challenging with the breath. But it really just requires you to take that moment, take that time, and breathe through it. You can come in and out of this. You can take your nose back toward the front of your mat, maybe even compressing chin into chest, and then releasing yet again, taking nose toward sky. Maybe if your eye gazes are open, they're looking behind. If they're closed, you're just envisioning something amazing. Continuing with the breath here for a few more cycles. Awesome. Bringing everything back into easy pose, we're gonna come up on our knees as if we're sitting on our heels. And then from here, Go ahead and bring our knees out, bringing our big toes together. So our knees are going to come out to like a V. And then press ourselves back, our sit bones toward our heels. Your hands can come in between your knees here. Spread all fingers apart. Roll your shoulders down. Imagine yourself as a lion on the top of a mountain. And we're just going to practice some lion breath. So from here, just stick your tongue out. Open up your mouth wide and then release <sighs> the lion breath. Inhale, tuck your chin into chest. Exhale, bring everything back forward, your heart through center. Open up your mouth, bring out your tongue and exhale. <sighs> Let's take a few more rounds of lion breath. Inhale, your chin to chest. Exhale, bring your heart through center. <sighs> Lion breath. Continue at your own pace here. This is another amazing reason why I love practicing yoga from the comfort of my home. Yes, this is amazing in community, in studio with others, but it's so personal and private. So beautiful to do in your sacred space few more lion breath. Hmm. Bringing everything back to center. Find yourself in tabletop position. Remembering that our knees are hip width apart, including our arms being about shoulder distance. Fingers are spread, including the palm being placed firmly into the earth here. We're going to go ahead and tuck our toes behind us. They can sometimes be flat, but for today, let's tuck them. This will just add a little bit of relief to the ankle and knee. If you have knee issues, you can always fold a blanket and place it under your knees here. From here, we're going to tuck our chin into chest around our spine on the inhale. Exhale as you bring your heart through center. Eye gazes towards the sky. If you like, you can take lion breath. Find your breath on every cat and every cow. Whether you're inhaling on the cat or exhaling on the cat, inhaling on the cow or exhaling on the cow, 
it doesn't matter. Find what works best for your body here. Really pressing your hands into the earth on the cat as your beautiful spine rounds and creates that lovely flexibility that we're looking for. And as our bellies look for the earth and our tail tucks out and we have that little cave in our lower back, releasing any strain, any tension there. Continuing moving with every single breath, calming down our system, centralizing everything. You can take a moment here and you can wag your tail from left to right, right to left. You can maybe even take your head with you. Taking your right ear to right shoulder, left ear toward left shoulder. Do whatever your body is really calling for during your cat-cow. Make it interactive. And when you are ready, we're going to square up back into tabletop, neutralizing the spine. Slowly walk your legs out behind you, allowing your feet to go flat and slowly bring your belly toward the earth. Then come down on your forearms, tucking your elbows into your side. You'll find yourself in cobra pose. You can take your eye gazes gently toward the earth or toward the tip of your nose or straight ahead. Take some deep breaths here. And you can stay in Cobra for the time being, or you can come back up on your hands, extending your arms. Elbows are gonna be, the eyes of the elbows are gonna be rotated forward toward the front of your mat. And this will just give you a little bit deeper of a stretch in the lower back. Now this isn't on the variation of the free yoga sequence, but you can always take any variation of yoga postures to meet your body. I break down postures every Thursday on this podcast and I include variations and modifications so that you can start to learn how you want to take it. And even if you're listening to one of my free audio classes on this podcast or you're in studio or you're practicing throughout your own intuition, which is always the goal, you can take whatever variation in that moment that makes sense. All right, coming back onto tabletop position. From here, come up on your knees and bring your heels, or excuse me, your feet together, your thighs together, your knees together. And we're gonna gently find ourselves in a supported camel. So from here, let's take the palms of our hands toward the lower back. Your fingers can be pointed toward your sit bones, toward the sides of your hips. Whatever feels comfortable, this is all depending on the wrist. Press the palm of your hands into your lower back, just above your glute flesh. And as you press into that area, you can start to bring your belly button forward toward the front of your mat. Your heart comes through center. Your elbows are sort of looking for each other as your shoulders gently roll backward. Your eye gazes can start to go toward the sky. You can open up your chin as well, bringing your throat exposed toward the sky. Again, breathing through the supported camel. On your next exhalation, go ahead and bring your core back, bring yourself back center, and take a few deep breaths here.
Now we can take the full variation of camel pose or you can stay supported. If you have blocks and you would like to use them in the modification for camel pose, you can gently place the blocks near or behind your feet, allowing your hands to go on them, giving you a deeper stretch onto the blocks or you can stay supported in the posture we were just in, or you can take the full variation. So I'll walk you through it. If you're using blocks, set them up now. And from here, let's go ahead and take your hands toward the back yet again, pressing the palms into your back. And as you inhale your heart toward the sky, you can start to take your right hand toward the block or your ankle or the bottom of your feet and then your left hand on the left side. You can open yourself all the way up, taking the full variation of this posture. Remembering not to hold your breath at any time, continuing to allow that beautiful prana, life force, or oxygen through your bloodstream to lubricate every cell of your body. Exhale as you use your core, belly button into spine to bring yourself back upright. Gently come down onto your heels, rotate your legs around in front of you and find yourself in easy posture or sometimes known as good space pose. From here, you'll just have your legs gently crossed, your palms on your knees, facing down, grounding yourself. Bring your shoulders back slightly. Your heart will start to shine itself ever so gently through center. Your crown will reach for the sky. And we're just gonna take a few moments, gather yourself, maybe close your eyes here. And I want to invite you for just a moment to set an intention for your practice, for your day, for your upcoming week. Maybe offer yourself a moment of gratitude and love whatever makes sense for you in this moment. <sighs> Continuing with that beautiful breath. Wonderful. And then I want to encourage you to think of some color, any color that brings you that connection to the intention or gratitude or thought that you just expressed. And I want you to envision that color now and imagine it illuminating your body. It starts at the crown of your head gently shines down onto each shoulder cap, to the elbows, to the wrists, to the hands that are resting on your knees. The palms illuminate. You can feel the heat of the color as it illuminates the knees, through the legs, the hips, down to the ankles, the heel of your feet, and every single toe as you root and ground further into the earth. 
wonderful. And anytime you want to remind yourself of this beautiful intention that you've set, or these thoughts, or these ideas, or this vision for your practice, for your week, maybe longer, bring your thoughts back to this color that is currently enveloping you, nurturing you, resonating with your energy. And it will continue to take you back to that place that you need to be to remind yourself to stay connected to your mind, to your body, to spirit. Hmm. Wonderful. And as we transition to a nice gentle twist, half Lord of the Fish, which I just broke down recently on this podcast, Let's gently bring our right leg up, our knee toward chest, and let's gently guide it over the left knee. You might feel a stretch on the right hip. You may not. Lift your left arm into the sky and gently place it behind your back. Your right hand can either take your right knee into, or excuse me, I am totally messing you guys up. Let's lift the right hand to the sky and take it behind your back. There we go. <laughs> that makes more sense. Now take the left hand and lift it toward the sky. And we're just lengthening through that lift. And you can gently take the left elbow to the outside of the right knee, okay? Or you can even take a bind here if you like. If you understand binding and it's in your practice, you can take that as well. And then gently start to take your eye gazes toward the right shoulder, getting a gentle twist. With every exhalation, maybe going deeper, making sure to not just twist your neck and head, but to take your shoulders with you. Almost like you're creating this parallel of your shoulders to the mat. Wonderful. Continuing with that breath on this twist. Remembering that it's so important to breathe throughout twisting postures, whether they're seated or standing or lying. As we twist, we need to continue to keep the oxygen flowing. Prevents us from having cramping in the body and the muscles, not receiving air. Exhale as you gently untwist the body here. Bring your legs back into easy posture. Regain, regather, and regroup. Take your palms toward your knee. Roll your shoulders back, crown to the sky. And root yourself. From here, we're gonna take it on the opposite side. So lift your left leg, knee toward chest, and gently guide it over the right. Wonderful. And you may feel that that twisting or that opening of that left hip perhaps, maybe even in the lower back as we do the twist. From here, you're gonna lift that left arm into the sky, bring it behind your back, press the earth away from you, even elongating your spine more, crown to the sky. Take your right arm toward the sky now, creating length, bring that right elbow down to the right, to the left knee as we gently take the twist here. If you took the bind on one side, take it on this side if possible. Remembering that you can use an infinity strap, a regular strap, a blanket, a towel to help you take the bind. 
remembering that props are most definitely our friend, our yoga partner. Oh, I love that. <laughs> With every exhalation, twisting into this posture just a little bit more, remembering to keep the breath. Hmm, yes. Exhale as you slowly come out of this gently, bringing ourselves back to easy pose. Palms facing the knee, rooting the tail into the earth, raising the crown into the sky. Shoulders come down, heart transmits forward. Maybe closing your eye gazes, envisioning that light. Yes, breathe. <sighs> Taking some deeper inhalations. Deeper exhalations. Slowly opening up your eye gazes. We're going to find ourselves in staff pose or tadasana, the seated version of mountain pose. Now this posture is where all seated postures really formulate themselves from creating that nice awareness to the body. We're going to bring our legs forward, extending them but flexing the feet like the bottoms of your feet are up against a wall. Allow your hands to fall by your side, palms facing down. You're not really pressing the earth away from you. You're just allowing gravity to take this, its course here. Bring your shoulders down, of course. Heart comes through center as usual, really engaging that heart chakra here. And then slowly take your chin and just tuck it gently toward your chest. It's not going to compress your thyroid gland here, but just a little bit, just to create that, that minor but definitely noticeable stretch in the back of the neck. This posture in itself is not to be taken lightly. It's very engaged keeping those legs strong, maybe even just internally rotating the thighs a little bit here. Like the knees are looking to just kiss each other very gently. Imagining a string or roots coming from your tail, from the earth, through your spine, out the crown of your head, pulling you, pulling your posture up toward the sky. We always want to create this wonderful, wonderful effect on the body where we just continue to increase and improve our posture. When you do this during practice and you really imagine yourself rooting down, whether it's from the bottom of the feet or from the tail, and then we rise up through the crown, we start to do that in other areas of our life. You'll find yourself doing that when you're driving or typing or walking. And there is nothing more satisfying than really just improving that beautiful posture. One of the many benefits of a yoga practice and just consistency in learning about the mind-body connection. 
once we learn something and we practice it, it's really hard for the mind to release that information. We, have, we actually have to replace that information with some other habit. All right, so start to relax, allowing your body to just find its gentle posture here. Nice, relaxing. Maybe let your feet just do what they need to. And we're gonna slowly find ourselves lying on our back. Now, what's important about this class, especially if you're following along or you have the printout of the sequence, you will notice the sequence looks to only have, I think it has like 15 to 17 postures, but you are going to instinctively transition from one posture to the next. And if you follow along with this class and you go and look at the sequence, this will give you some information that you can use in the future to tell you how we actually can look at a sequence that maybe even only has five postures and turn it into a full-blown class. So I love that. Um, I know when you see sequences, rather it's on my website or anywhere else, it's kind of hard to imagine, how do I turn this into a class? How do I transition? What do I do? But this gives you some of that information, some of that intelligence. And I really just want to make this practice of having a personal asana and, and full-on yoga practice really start to become intuitive. Take your hands overhead in one direction, your toes in the opposite, and get a delicious stretch of the body. And then from here, allow your body to just relax into the earth for a moment. Bring your feet up, knees pointed toward the sky, about hip width apart, and bring the heels of your feet close to your sit bones. We're gonna transition into a bridge posture. This particular one is known as the shoulder bridge pose, but you can use a block and make it supported. So just know that. I love this posture. I think it should be practiced multiple times during the week. It's an amazing posture to release, you know, lower back pain, stress from the body. It does so much. So from here, we're going to start to raise our pelvis towards the sky, pressing from the bottoms of our feet. Roll one shoulder under your back, roll the other shoulder under your back, interlace your fingers behind your back. As your arms and hands press into the earth, your pelvic toward the sky, take your chin with you. Try not to compress your chin to chest here. Hold it and breathe. Hmm. Continuing with your breath here. Remembering that as long as we're breathing, no matter how easy or difficult the posture, our bodies will just believe we're in a calmed state of mind. Another reason why the breath in yoga is so important. If we hold our breath, we're sending a signal to the brain that we're scared and shock, something. So we wanna continue with the breath. 
We want our body to want to memorize our practice. And the only way our body can memorize the practice and send the right signals out to the hormones, to the cells, produce the energy that we're really looking for is by teaching the body that we're safe, that this is all intentional. Exhale as you lower your pelvis towards the earth. Relax your body here. Continuing to take a few more deep breaths here, allowing the body to continue to ground itself. We will begin to find ourselves in a reverse tabletop pose. So transitioning from the bridge posture that we just did, we're going to go ahead and come up on our forearms. Knees are still pointed toward the sky, still hip width apart here. And then slowly come up on one palm and then the other. And then from here, take your eye gazes towards the sky. Gently press from the bottoms of your feet, including the palms of your hands, into the earth. Allow your pelvis to rise. Find yourself in reverse tabletop posture here. And the more comfortable you get exposing your throat toward the sky, do so. Allowing you to continue with this beautiful breath. Keep breathing here. I really should have called this the throat chakra, heart chakra, and the vagus nerve nervous system sequence because we're not just uh, rooting anymore. It's wonderful. Slowly allow your tail to go toward the earth here and release out of the posture. Take a few deep breaths. We are going to, if you like, transition into full will pose. If you're not familiar with will pose, you've never done it before, I do not advise you attempt it. And also remembering if you are practicing before bedtime, you're about to go to bed anytime soon, maybe choosing not to take this full version as we uh, flex our spine in this capacity, it actually adds energy to our body. So it can wake us up. It's very stimulating to the nervous system, to the spine. It's really great for, for beginning of day, middle of day, but not before bed. So you can just choose to try another reverse tabletop here or go into full will pose. If you go into full will pose, you're going to take your back toward the earth here and lie down. Take your hands and extend them toward the sky, palms facing forward. Fingers will be pointing toward the front of the mat or toward the crown. Slowly roll them now behind or by each side of your ears. Your elbows are still fairly close to the body, of course. And then your palms will be flexible enough, your wrists will be flexible enough to allow the palms of the hands to touch the earth here. Pressing from the palms, you will completely take the full inversion. Your head will go below heart, belly button toward the sky. You can even begin to walk your feet in closer to your sit bones, creating more flexibility in the spine here. This does require upper body strength, shoulder rotational strength. And again, 
If you have this in your practice, this should not be an issue. If you do not have this in your personal practice at the moment, try this with a yoga instructor where they can help you to utilize the wall or props, or they can even um, use straps to help lift your belly button to the sky. And if you're in the other variation, the reverse tabletop, awesome. We're still creating the flexion in the spine, just creating that those little minor, minor little flexibilities. Exhale wherever you're at and slowly bring your tail toward the earth here. Wonderful. Continuing with your breath, start to relax. Take another stretch of the body, take hands overhead, feet pointed toward the bottom of the mat and stretch the body out. From here, we're going to take the bottoms of our feet toward the sky. Legs can be together. Take your hands behind your knees just to kind of hold your legs up. Gently guide your thighs toward your chest. As we find ourselves in a forward fold, a lying forward fold. And this just creates a nice counter pose to the practice. All the back bending that we did. You can even bend your knees and bring them into chest here. You could take butterfly legs in the sky and start to guide the heels towards the belly button. And I want you to take a moment and smile. Not only does it feel good to smile, it sends amazing positive energy through your neurotransmissions of the body, right? Like smiling is everything. But it also stimulates the muscles since the vagus nerve extends to the face. So it's indirect correlation with calming and soothing the nervous system. So this is one of those areas in your life where you can literally fake it until you make it. I mean, we all know how great it feels when someone smiles at us. So it's a nice practice just to smile. And it's definitely something really neat to do during your yoga practice. Maybe noticing if you're grimacing a lot, clenching your jaw, creating that energy in the body. As I always talk about, our bodies are trying really hard to understand if we are in fight or flight or freeze. And we are trying really hard mentally, consciously, to progress beyond the amygdala, <laughs> that old lizard brain mentality. And as our cells reproduce in the body, we want to give them all the right, the right, 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 right energy to do so. So smiling is a step in that right direction. So next time you smile, think of the vagus nerve and think of your nervous system. <laughs> taking yoga into your life every single day. From here, we're gonna find ourselves in our final resting postures. You can choose legs up the wall if you're nearing bedtime. You can choose to be in full Shavasana, palms facing the earth for grounding, or the sky for receiving.
You can choose to be in fetal position. Whatever you need to do, I invite you to take your final resting pose. You do wanna spend a good five to 10 minutes really allowing gravity to take course of the body. Start to find your normal, natural breath, your normal breath patterns. You don't wanna to be too intentional about it, just start to relax, let your body be normal, do what it does naturally. Bring your awareness back to that color you chose and start to illuminate your body with it. Connecting the thoughts of all the wonderful information that you've been telling yourself throughout your practice. Your intentions, your gratitude, the love you have. Start to feel that now and remembering you could come back to this energy, back to the breath, back to the posture, all of that anytime. You do not have to be on your mat. You can be anywhere, anytime, and you can tap back into this beautiful energy that you are in charge of. So I'm going to leave you here, hopefully in your final resting posture, relaxing into it. Thank you so much for allowing me to guide you through your personal yoga practice. The light in me acknowledges the light in you. Go in peace. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.